Travis. Welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to one and all. 25 degrees and snow, snow showers today, but a chance of a white Christmas, zero. Mm. And that's for most of everyone really? in the country. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, Seattle and Portland could get a rare white Christmas, but the rest of the country looking at a mild and pleasant holiday weekend. Chicago has not seen any measurable snow this season and is on its pace to have the most consecutive days without snow. And of course, we're not you know, that far off. As no, well. we're not. Uh, developments in the uh, pandemic, um, some heartening developments on the COVID front. Three separate research teams in South Africa, uh, Scotland and England have found that the Omicron variant is significantly milder than other variants so far. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good to hear because, you know, headlines everywhere would mm -hmm. make you think otherwise, so. Well, hospitalizations are expected to increase because mm -hmm. um, there are people that are gonna get really sick with it. Right, who? And Who's gonna get sick the with less, it? Uh, the less, the more vulnerable. Right, and yeah. the unvaccinated. And the unvaccinated. Yeah. So, uh, Omicron, appears to already be the second most infectious virus on the planet behind only measles measles that's right <laughs> so we can have a happy new year a healthy new year but not both i don't want measles i'll tell you that no have you ever had it i don't know i, don't I know either. i've had chicken pox i don't think i've had measles have you had measles brandon no no shingles no. Scurvy? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> don't jinx me. Not yet. Yeah. No, I don't want any of those things. No, and that's my wish for everyone to be healthy. Healthy, healthy. <clears throat> and I've encountered a number of people who have had COVID. Yes. And it's not. It's horrible. You know, we have had people say, oh, I had it. You know, it was a mild. But um, you don't want it. No. No, you definitely don't. You definitely don't. Hey, today is Festivus. Did oh, you know that? Really? Um, yeah, so the stages of Festivus, uh, you put up the pole, mm -hmm. you have dinner, and then airing of grievances. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to air? I have no grievances. I don't really have too many grievances uh, this year. Should we do the uh, feats of strength? We could do that. Yeah, we could do that. I think we should do that this year. But uh, yeah, say save a tree, just put up a pole, and uh, airing of grievances. That probably happens at a lot of people's Christmas. I'm sure this year, too, you know, you'll have the... Uh, um, the, the inner family uh, squirrel over the vaccinations. <laughs> so uh, that'll be, uh, just just peel off into the living room and put a blanket over your head once that discussion starts yeah. taking place at your family's house. What's your favorite Festivus tradition? Um, my favorite Festivus tradition is when the pole gets knocked over. Yeah, mine is when they put the clock in the bag and nail it to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one as well. Um, I've had a, I was out shopping yesterday. I had oh, yeah. a hard time. It's hard, you know, really? fighting lines and people. And if there's like two people in line, I put, put it back and I, I have no patience, but, um, <laughs> do you put it back where you found it or do you just leave it? I leave. Yeah. Yeah. I leave it. Mm -hmm. So just depends on what the store is mm -hmm. or if an associate's looking at me. Um, so it got me thinking it was a lot easier to shop 20 years ago. I want to give you the top gifts from 20 years ago. Let's see if you remember some of these. Okay. Um, let's throw a picture up. Let me see what we have here. Noah. The, um, <coughs> he, he's in the bathroom. Let's see, 20, it would be 20, 
2001. Yeah. 2001. Yeah. All so right. 2001. So this was the most popular gift. Oh my gosh. The iPod Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, is amazing. Mickey Lafere is still trying to learn. He's that still out. yeah. That's his telephone. Um, <laughs> 2001. Anything Bob the Builder. He was like the most popular. That was like the. That was the thing for kids. Anything th- Bob Bob the Builder, do you remember that? I think we got you a Bob the Builder. When I was uh, 19, mm-hmm. that was awesome, thank you. <laughs> um, the number one toy, Brandon, do you do you know the name of this toy? Spice Girls? Spice Girls? Bratz. Oh, Bratz. Bratz, they were the number one toy. And then, of course, the Sony PlayStation 2. Now, I believe your son Joey begged for one of these. Did you get him one? Probably. Probably. No, what happened last year is the PlayStation 5 came out. So hard to get. I have a friend, they got their son a PlayStation 5. None of his friends got a PlayStation Aww. 5, so he wasn't able to play well, any PlayStation games with his buddy all year because his family was more affluent than the other families. That's not fair. I know, it's not fair. So he spent the whole year asking for PlayStation 4 games, even though his parents spent a grand on wow. a PlayStation 5. That? I can't say. What are his initials? I can't say that either. <laughs> You and your brother uh, would threaten us with a tearful Christmas if you didn't get what you wanted. I never did that. You know that. That's just Joey did that. Mm-hmm. He would ask for one big item that would be difficult to get, a lot of it pre-internet. You know, you'd have to get in the car and do a lot of research and find something for him. Probably spend money that you didn't have on him just mm-hmm. so he wouldn't cry. Well, and you still do that. It was not only a difficult present to find, but it was a very Im- impractical. Everything that, yeah, so yes. like he had never snowboarded before and I need a snowboard, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. it's a snowmobile. Uh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on? Um, well, uh, the governor. Oh, the governor. The governor. Um, now she says she supports uh, President Biden's COVID mandate, but she's worried uh, about the, you know, getting the requirement of all vac- everyone getting vaccinated, but she's worried we'll lose a lot of state employees. And she also told uh, Michigan Advance in a telephone interview yesterday that she supports uh, schools and colleges uh, resuming school in January online. Hmm. How about that? Um, already Oakland University has said they are going to be online only starting um, after the holidays. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So far, that's the only um, major college or university, Harvard and Stanford, uh, University of Illinois, Northwestern, they've all announced that they're going to go online after the first of the hmm. year. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Very mm-hmm. interesting that mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> we choose uh, higher education to, like, that's the one thing that you see moving from in-person to virtual more mm-hmm. often than not is higher yeah. education. Are you worried about the bowl games? Well, I'm not too worried, but then Brandon had some information today, and it sounds like some teams are starting to drop out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, we do have a few bowl games today. Um, the uh, college football playoff uh, people, they um, issued some rules yesterday. So if either of the two, either any of the four semifinal teams have to drop out due to COVID, the uh, remaining team would win by forfeit. Mm. If um, two teams in the same playoff 
drop out, then the other bracket is the championship game. I would like Alabama and uh, Cincy to just go into COVID protocol so we could slide into that title game. <laughs> is that wrong? That's wrong. Oh, okay. And if three teams drop out, the remaining team is automatically the champion and they just have to play themselves. I don't think that would be a, a good, no. uh, good result for, uh, for all of us. No, if that happens, it's going to ruin a lot of New Year's Eves. But having those games on New Year's Eve is wrong. What? It ruins everyone's long-standing New Year's Eve traditions when a football game. People have parties. People have the dances. They've got all kinds of things. But um, <laughs> it actually doesn't ruin New Year's Eve, in my opinion. Well, it gives you something to do. It just depends at what stage in life you are, in my opinion. Right. So, um, scoreboard. I've got scores. We've we've even got uh, sports happening two days before Christmas. Our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by Extreme Dodge. Tecumseh took care of Hanover Horton, seventy-five to twenty-nine in non-conference matchup. Wow! And in hockey, Flint Powers Catholic took care of Lumen Christie, five. Two one as they head into the holiday break. Just uh, I thought Jackson United was supposed to play last night. Oh, I'm not sure if they did. That was canceled due to COVID. Mm. Canceled due to COVID. And then wrestling. Uh, this is actually going on right now. Uh, 9 a.m. Springport versus Clinton. And then uh, next week we'll have the Shot Clock Classic out at Spring Arbor University. We have five games for you. And uh, we're looking forward to... Uh, having that for you live. So tune in next Wednesday. Our coverage brought to you by Recruit Specialized Staffing. Our sponsor of the week is the Center for Family Health. Thanks to the Center for Family Health for helping us bring you this week's show. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all for over 30 years in the Jackson community. Mm -hmm. Center for Family Health urging you to get uh, vaccinated. Uh, you can get the COVID vaccination, the booster, the flu shot, all on the same trip. Get it done. Uh, that'd be a great Christmas present for your family. Show up and be the one that hasn't been vaccinated all year and say, hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. I just got vaccinated. Yeah, that would be. That would be yeah, great. That would be good. So, and it's get, free. It's free. <laughs> it's fast, it's easy, it's free and you're in and out in no time. And uh, I guarantee you, it's a lot faster than waiting in the emergency room, uh, being unable to breathe. It's faster than waiting in the line at Louis Vuitton at uh, Somerset Mall. You should have seen these people. You were in line Heck at Louis no. Vuitton? I wasn't, but uh -huh. I walked by the line. Were you in line at Coach? No. <laughs> no. no, I wasn't in line anywhere. I didn't go in any store that uh, had a line mm -hmm. other than, um, like a Detroit-style store. What store had no lines? Uh, Claire's. <laughs> Claire's and uh, Walden Books didn't have any lines. I went shopping yesterday, too. What'd you get? Oh, well, I found some items that you are not going to believe whether they are real or not. It's time for this week's Real or Not Holiday Edition. And uh, your assignment mm -hmm. is to uh, determine if these products are real or not. First up, we've got some Ooh. delicious ice cream sandwiches, basil, basil minis. 60 calories per serving, I'm mm -hmm. gonna say that that is real. Not real. Mm. Basil ice cream, no. No, no not available. Mm. 
But here's an ice cream. Maybe this is available. Chance the Rapper, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Um, mint. Another mint. Ba ba basil's not mint, though. No. This is a tricky one for me mm -hmm. as a Ben and Jerry's fan, but I can't see them putting Chance the Rapper on a carton. Hmm. So I'll say it's not real. It's real. Jeez. Yeah. Chance the Rapper ice cream is over. Oh, for two. <laughs> yeah, so far. Uh, D's nuts. Brandon, you know D, right? I know D. Yeah. <laughs> D's nuts. Dill pickle. Peanuts. Uh, real. Or not. Real. They are real. And can you get D's nuts in Michigan? Those Germac people seem yeah. to have the uh, uh, monopoly on Michigan nuts. I guess. They're I everywhere. Yep. Um, dill pickle. D's nuts. Available in fine stores everywhere. Uh, now this seems like an oxymoron. Doritos, Flaming Hot Cool Ranch. That's real. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It's brand new, just out this week. That probably settles well. Flaming Hot Cool Ranch. I think they've run out of things to do. People buy them though, that's what's crazy. Here's something for the kids. Fried chicken candy. Mm. I think, I don't know if it actually tastes like fried chicken, but that's what it's Who called. Who makes this? Archie McPhee. Um, not real. It is real. Really? Yes. Archie McPhee makes a, a fine line of unusual candies. Hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, next on uh, Real or Not, Lay's Potato Vodka. They have all those potatoes, you know, that they can't use for chips. They go bad. Yeah. That's got to be a... Uh, I, I like that. That looks... That's very nice. It's real. It is real. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Potato. Brand new. This uh, vodka, I think, is made from potatoes. I believe that to be true. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, next, we have for Christmas, and thank goodness the Kellogg's workers are back on strike. Oh, thank goodness. Elf on the Shelf cereal. Christmas um, tradition. I say that's not real. You know what? It is real. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, limited edition. Good luck finding it. Next, we have... Yeah. Oh, I, I know this one. We have a lot of trashy items here today on Real or Not. <laughs> it smells like fried chicken when you burn it. Yeah, this is, unfortunately, I know that this is real. It is real. And you can buy them on StockX, where yeah. you can buy sneakers. Mm -hmm. Next, uh, some pizza for the family. Uh, pizza's f favorite uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve, Eve uh, yes. meal. Yep. Sweet sure. mustard, kale, and lard pizza. And I believe this is... If it's available, only available in the South. I believe that that is true. Real. Not real. Mm. No. Uh, if it was real, it needs some help in the marketing department. Yeah, I guess you shouldn't have lard on pizza. No. It's okay. probably there, but you shouldn't put it in the title of the product. Kale distracted me. You know, um, Christmas um, albums. Uh, special, uh, special, real or not. Uh, segment. We've got some Christmas albums. I was going through the CDs the other day mm -hmm. and uh, found some that may or may not be real. How about Colonel Sanders sings? He does look like Santa. That is real. It is real. Mm -hmm. He's actually had a handful of albums. It's amazing how much uh, money these uh, companies are making off BS. Mm -hmm. He's very talented. Uh, next, we have uh, It's a Waffle House Christmas. I do not think that any 
extra marketing dollars would have been spent. So I'll say this is not real. Well, it is real. Really? Yes. And this album, uh, when it was produced and sold or given away in Waffle Houses, uh, inspired a country music song called It's a Waffle House Christmas. Well, how about that? Yeah. Uh, next in the uh, lineup of Christmas music. Oh, geez. Tom Selleck sings Christmas favorites. Jennifer Scanlon was talking about. I know. I think she's got a uh, crush on Tom Selleck. I think Jennifer Scanlon does. Yeah. yeah. Must be the mus mustache. Yeah. Um, I think Len, Len Carew actually sings uh, backup on I this. don't know who that is. That's, um, uh, that's the old man on Blue Bloods. Really? Yes. He's a fine actor. <laughs> um, I'll say that that's real. Not real. Really? No, I don't think Tom Selleck is known for singing. Hmm. He's known no. for drinking scotch and going... Yeah, the, the size. Size. If you ever watch Blue Bloods with the captions on, all it does is say sigh. Yeah, sigh, 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 sigh. Bill uh, Shatner. William Shatner, A Shatner Christmas. The William Shatner Christmas album. I'm sure that would sell, but I'm going to say not real because would he be wearing those glasses? <laughs> it's real. Really? <laughs> yes, it is real. The Shatner Christmas. Wow. He can, he can do anything. Is he still alive? Yes, he is. Yeah, you just remember, he just went in uh, with... Uh, I can't keep track of who's going up to outer space and back. Mm -hmm. uh, and finally, <laughs> Lester Holt and the NBC Children's Choir, Christmas now, Joy Round the World. Gosh, Lester. He is, a, he is just steady, isn't he? He is steady. Um, I don't think Lester would do this. This no? is not real. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> now, right. if that was uh, Don Lemon, I would have said real. Not real. No, it probably would hurt his credibility. I would think. Mm -hmm. And that's it, really not. That's it, great, thank you very much. That was fun. <laughs> You're welcome. Who's on the show today? Today we have Dr. Matthew Badke from Jackson College. We'll be back with Dr. Badke right after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. New Year's is coming up next week. And if you would like to take advantage of hanging out, drinking downtown, and then staying at one of our local hotels, Experience Jackson, is piloting a program called Bus With Us, and it's free. Safe alternative to driving on one of the biggest celebration nights of the year. There'll be two shuttles, continuous, that run between downtown Jackson and area hotels. Details are available at experiencejackson.com slash bus with us. Our first guest on today's show is the science chair at Jackson College, Dr. Matthew Badke. Good morning. Good morning. So the news is uh, Omicron, Omicron, Omicron. Mm -hmm. Yes. What, uh, what, is, what is Omicron compared to Delta? Right, right. So one of the things that happens when you have a virus that is infecting millions and millions of people around the world and inside the body you've got lots and lots of viral replication going on, mistakes get made, and there are uh, changes in the genetic material that happen. And sometimes, a lot of times, 
those changes lead to a virus that probably doesn't replicate as good. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while, you have one that's actually a little bit better at spreading from person to person. And so then those pop out, they become the dominant strain. They're able to replicate a little bit quicker, get to the next person a little bit quicker than the previous one. And that's how we get these new ones that keep popping up. And this is a very common thing. I mean, if everybody thinks about influenza, why do we get a new flu shot every single year? Because the strains are changing, mm -hmm. same kind of thing. And so we don't have quite the same level of variability like we see with influenza, but it's still a virus that's gonna be changing. And so very common, this is expected that this mm -hmm. would happen, that we would get new strains and variants popping up from time to time. And so I think what people are starting to get a sense of, and it's still early days on this, but it seems like the virus, the new Omicron variant is able to spread a lot quicker than the previous ones, maybe a little bit milder in disease. It's still not exactly clear, uh, but definitely is spreading mm -hmm. quicker. And it's very quickly becoming the dominant strain in many places around the world, including the US, where it's really, I think we're seeing now the majority of cases are this new variant. So the Delta variant, what happens to that? Is it well, just goes away? Yeah, it, it is not able to uh, compete as good as the new variant, and so it just becomes less and less common until eventually, and we'll see, but probably the Omicron will become the dominant strain. It will become the main one that's around, and mm. the other ones are just sort of going away. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, there are studies that were out this morning and last night that said the, uh, the disease uh, from that variant isn't, possibly isn't as severe as right. the Delta. Right. Uh, is that the natural progression too? With yeah, and, and I would say that's one of the things that, you know, predictions are always all over the place and who knows. But one of the things a lot of people thought might happen is that uh, it would eventually become less uh, virulent, cause less severe disease over time. And that's something that we've seen with other viruses in the past. Um, a lot of times they start out more severe and actually become reduced in their severity over time. Just because oftentimes those viruses that are a little bit less severe are able to spread a little bit quicker. And so they outcompete those other ones and become more dominant. Remember Ebola? I do. That was a huge fear. Everyone uh, mm -hmm. was paralyzed the world, mm -hmm. but it did not, it did not spread uh, as, as obviously um, COVID. What's mm -hmm. the difference? How, we, how did we handle things then versus, versus? Right, right. Well, it really has a lot to do with how the viruses are spread. And so something like um, uh, HIV or hepatitis B or Ebola, Oftentimes, those are going to be spread from blood-to-blood -blood contact or from coming in contact with infected blood. And so the difference about these respiratory viruses is they're so much easier to spread, right? Just being around somebody that is coughing or sneezing or even breathing or talking is enough that you get viruses that are in the air that are able to spread uh, within, you know, three feet, six feet, whatever it is from person to person. So. The real difference is how they're able to spread. And then with COVID-19, the real problem is you get people that are asymptomatic or have very, very mild symptoms that are still able to spread the disease. Mm -hmm. 
SARS and other previous related viruses, you could only really spread it when you were really sick. And so as long as you made sure that you were monitoring people and stopping people from being really, really sick and going out in public and getting in contact with other folks, you were able to get it under control. Not the case here with COVID-19 as you're seeing asymptomatic folks that are still spreading the virus. Pfizer has a, uh, a pill, a treatment that is going to be um, hitting the market. Now the U.S. has, I think, ordered 10 million doses, uh, which tells me that those that medicine will be for a, at first for a specific group of people. Yeah, I heard only 180,000 doses wow. this year. Wow. So very much for those high-risk individuals at first. Uh, but I think we can envision a time maybe some, at some point next year where it's much more readily available um, and people just kind of have it sitting on the shelf ready to go. Yeah. And when you get those first symptoms and you start feeling like, oh, you know what, I, I, my taste and my sense of smell is going, very early on if you can take it, the pill seems to be very effective at reducing the virus from being able to make it any worse at that oh, that's point. That's good news. Let's uh, talk about the science of vaccinations because uh, as of yesterday, there are more COVID deaths in Michigan this year than last year. Right. In Jackson County in 2020, we had 152 deaths. This year, 268 deaths, nearly double, but we've had the vaccine. Would we, would we be looking at twice as many deaths if there was no vaccine? Yes. Or is that exactly? Yeah. Yep. yep. I think that's. I think that's a good way to think about it. There was uh, continues to be more data that's coming out that's looking at basically what is your likelihood of death, depending on your age and depending on your vaccination rate. I was just looking at some of this uh, data the other day, and basically for folks who are 50 or under that are vaccinated, your chance of death is basically zero, right? I mean, you've got a better chance, a much better chance of getting killed going and driving in your car mm -hmm. than you do from COVID. Where that really starts to change is when you see folks that are uh, over 75 or older, uh, you start to see about one in 220 people that even are vaccinated, right? Get, that get sick, have a chance of dying for those elderly folks. If you are unvaccinated, you've got about eight to 12 times higher risk of death from that. So yes, if our entire population was unvaccinated, we would have, we would see multiple of the, the deaths that we've already seen. Yep. Yeah, of course, you know, how many worldwide? Eight million? Crazy, crazy amount. Um, that's, we, that's probably a significant undercount. Right. Too. We, uh, and I think the, the number two um, that we've had locally is, um, you're 30 times more likely to survive a hospitalization if you're vaccinated than if you're unvaccinated. So mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a good number for me. Uh, the president has announced these at-home test kits. What are, what are your thoughts on those? We know that they're, they can be good and bad, really. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it, it's a step in the right direction. And I think that uh, places like the UK have done a much better job of having the testing really be just a sort of a standard part of what people do. Like mm -hmm. before somebody goes out to go to a, a show or whatever, they just, they take a test and they mm -hmm. make sure that they're negative. Now, it really depends a lot on exactly when you are taking the test, because if you are pretty early on or if you're late, 
then the tests are not going to be able to pick it up. Mm -hmm. And so you have to kind of be right in that, that sweet spot of the times where you are most contagious, and then it's going to be able to pick up on that. So there is that issue of making sure kind of folks are doing it at the right time. There is a significant shortage right now in the US. Um, very difficult to get those. Um, they're very expensive if you mm -hmm. can't find them. So, uh, you know, the hope is that this will become more common and I think that's the idea is if you know you're going to be doing something where you're going to be in an indoor space, you're going to be around a lot of other people, take a t you know, you, you've got uh, a slight cough or something, take the test and then you know mm -hmm. one way or another. Yeah, I like it when um, people that you're around, they start coughing and say, oh, it's not COVID. Right. Well, they don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. If right. you're coughing, <laughs> don't go. Right. Stay away from right. people. Some people right. have a chronic cough, though, and they have Then to. they should stay away from people. At all times? All the time. Oh, that just seems yeah. ridiculous. Uh, back to the UK, they have reduced the isolation period from 10 mm -hmm. to 7 days if yeah. uh, a person has two yeah. negative tests uh, no earlier than the sixth day. Um, right. What's, what's your, uh, your judgment of that? Yeah, I mean, I think you're seeing places are continuing to try to work out yeah. what, what are the differences going to be if you are vaccinated, right? What does that get you? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's still kind of being debated. And I think uh, that makes sense to do more of a, you know, six or seven days as opposed to the same distance. Because one of the things that is becoming clear is that folks that are vaccinated clear the virus much quicker than those mm -hmm. that are not. And so you, even, even if you are infected, you are going to get rid of the virus, get it out of your body much quicker, and therefore not be able to transmit it to other people much sooner than if you're unvaccinated. So I think that's definitely, it makes sense. And I think we need to see more changes like that as people are recognizing what the impact that are on the rest of the other areas besides just sickness um, that these quarantines and things are having. Dr. Matthew Badke with us on the morning show. More with Dr. Badke right after this no. quick break. No, 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 no more oh, with we're Dr. Not Dr. Badke. We're going to let him go Christmas shopping. Oh, I'm shopping. sorry. Yeah. I saw the kids <laughs> here. I don't know. Are you ready for Christmas? Well, I think so. I yeah. think so. The kids certainly are. Yeah. You sure. should take them to uh, pick out something nice for you on the way home. There you go. <laughs> we'll do that. Take we'll them to that. Tilted next door. Okay. Yeah, there you go. They love okay. pinball. Kids and love yes. pinball. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yes, they would. Merry Christmas. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having Thanks. me. Uh, Dr. Matthew Badke, the chair of the science department at Jackson College. More of the morning show in a moment. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. The jewelry shop located at the corner of Southwest Ave and Franklin Street in Jackson has a large selection of fine jewelry, engagement rings, and wedding bands. Locally owned and operated for 22 years, the jewelry shop looks forward to serving your jewelry and jewelry repair needs. Welcome back to the morning show on GTV. With us now is Carrie Ann Castro-Crin from Hophead 
Hypothecary. <laughs> did I nail that? You did. You did I a did great nail job that. that yep. That's awesome. So, Hypothecary, obviously a play on your name, but a play on the business. Correct. It's awesome. So, uh, tell us a little bit about what product you have. So, I started the company in 2012, technically. Okay. Hophead Hypothecary was born in 2017 while trying to make a lip balm that tasted like one of our flagship beers here in yeah. town. Um, I found out some really cool stuff about the hop which is how I got my logo, which I drew myself, which is the Humulone, um, the center of the hop. It's got some pretty awesome properties that are pretty much untouched. So I'm the owner and I'm in the process of registering and trademarking a lot of those ingredients that I've I've never heard, besides uh, in, in beer, I've never used, heard hops being used anywhere else. So it's actually extremely high in CBD. That's a fact. Really? Yes. Um, and it's very acceptable by the human body. I have um, like the extremely sticky humulone that I actually got from one of our cannabis um, people in town. Sure. Mm -hmm. They had to prime their machine with something other than uh, cannabis to be inspected before recreational use. So they bought hops from us with the stipulation that I got to buy product. So I actually have my hands on the best humulone under the sun. So it's That's like awesome. all just kind of fallen into place over the years. So it's awesome. So you've taken over the porch at Anna's Porch Cafe, Correct. which is awesome. I was super blessed to know Anna and um, Eddie, and they gave me the opportunity to pop up shop, and it's been crazy, so. Look at the space. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. amazing. Wow. So is there anything left? Um, I've sold out of all of my anti-wrinkle products, okay. but it's really exciting because the first of the year I'm launching um, Not Mimi's Wrinkle Cream, which every product that I have on my shelves has a story to it. That's cool. And they're all really, really funny. But that one is going to have Sinyake in it, which is a synthetic snake venom that works as an external Botox. Snake venom? Snake venom? Non-venomous snake non, venom. It's Sinyake, so it's uh, okay. synthetic. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. What's the uh, the colors? Is that so just... those are my scrubbles. I try to, um, in addition to my skincare, I have all of my body products. So I'm like your local Lush. Yeah. I make everything. So I can tell you what's in each jar. So, and I name it all too. So cool. my products have funny names. Um, so that is the scrubbles. It's a scrub and a um, foaming bath whip mixed together with just some colors in it. All natural, of course. We have heard uh, great things about some of your products. We know people that uh, really have made it a part of their life um, where they need, whether it's the bubble bath or the serum or whatever. Um, how has your experience been kind of growing this business and, and helping all of these people? Well, it's been incredible since I've been in Anna's just because I've got to meet a lot of the community that I never knew um, and really help them get going with a good skincare regimen. I actually had my first 10 year old customer, which really? was so exciting cool. because the whole basis of the business was developed for my daughter, Viola Shalom. Um, I wanted to teach her how to take care of her skin starting young. Mm -hmm. So the beginning was the Liberties. Little Liberty is her cream. So yeah, I had the, my first 10 year old Little Liberty the other That's day, awesome. so it was pretty sweet. Um, well, yeah. it's, uh, your skin is beautiful. Thank you. It's I'm 40. It's obviously the products where you and Carrie's mm -hmm. 73, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm 40, so I mean, I'm doing something right, right? What do you have? What did you bring? So I brought, um, I actually just got my new packaging for the Everything Mask. I can't keep it on the shelves. This mask is like, doesn't have a label on it yet because I have to do that when I get to the store. Save that um, one for me. I'm going to buy that right after the show. I've got a bunch in my car that Perfect. are going to be loaded in, so I'm stocking up on the Everything Mask today. It's literally... Um, if you have acne, it will pull the pain right out of the skin. Um, it's great for the pores, and it's also like a facelift in a jar. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Powder form, so it's about 20 treatments. 
Facelift in a jar, did you hear that? That's perfect. Facelift in a jar, that's going to sell. Facelift in a jar. We all do. Who doesn't need a facelift in a jar? Yeah, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's always nice. But my most exciting thing that I brought with me today is another, this is going to be rolled out the first of the year. It's already a product, but I'm like, don't have much left. Let's, we're going to get a <laughs> shot of it on camera here. It's so. literally, you're going to get a shot of it. Oh. So this was one of my <laughs> first products I ever um, developed back in 2017. I am the founder of the Spray Mineral Cosmetics. Spray me. So um, these are the Bulletproof Minerals. Bulletproof because they're all day lasting. Um, this is the Glow Pro. Ooh, I need Glow Pro. And this mm. is the Mugshot Ready Finish. I need Glow Pro. Everyone needs a mugshot ready finish. Get <laughs> yeah. ready to be framed, right? Oh, very cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really neat. It oh, look at that. I've got, these are the last two in-house right now. But the first of the year, I'm rolling out a larger cosmetic line. So the Bulletproof Minerals is growing. I like the name. All of my names have become pretty fun, yeah. It's powder, but it's about two years worth of makeup. So this? I'm growing the mineral makeup. This is makeup. great. I need, and people have told me I should be wearing makeup. So I hear men are starting to wear makeup. I probably too. should do yeah. a men's line. Finish powder. Yeah. See? Look up. You just spray it in the air? No, no, no. Stop. You, you put it on a brush. A kabuki. Oh, it's a brush? Well, put it on a brush. I yeah, just it's on the brush. It. See? Yeah. I, it's I a whole little kit. <laughs> so I've got eyeshadows formulated. I've got blushes formulated. And I've actually got foundations formulated now that I have the space to be able to bring my art to life, so. Men do not know what they're looking for for their significant other or wife. No, they Should don't. they just come in and say, uh, take care of us? Um, yeah, pretty much. I educate everyone who comes in the store. So it's not just an experience of shopping like you would at Lush or Alta sure. or somewhere like that. It's the experience of knowledge because knowledge is power. Yeah. And so teaching people what to do, what not to do when taking care of your skin will prevent things like acne, eczema, all of those crazy yeah. things. Mm -hmm. But I do have my men's line Oh, that I launched this year. Yeah. Is it Glow launching Glow Bro. Right now? Glow Bro. It's on the shelves. <laughs> I need Glow that. Glow Bro. It sat there and stared at me for two um, months, formulated what in the I jars. What do I do with that? So that's a men's face gel. Okay. It's anti-wrinkle. Anti-wrinkle. That's good. Um, yeah, but it is important is that face gel for cleaning for soap or for putting face gel and moisturizer. Lotion, moisturizer. moisturizer. Mm -hmm. But I did a face gel because a lot of men mm. feel like they don't want to put anything on their skin. I like to put So I did a lotion on. into a gel. Oh, I I, it smells great. But I also have the shave soap and I, I have that. the aftershave, um, beard oil, beard scrub, men's face scrub. Mm. I, so, think, I think one thing you said is so important. It's not just buying the products, but teaching people how to use them and what's in them. And what ingredients you don't want yeah. to put this on your is, body. I like this. So yeah, um, that's my yeah. big thing. I check every ingredient that goes good. in my jars on a website called skindeep.com. And if it's not a one or a zero, it doesn't go in my products. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to... Uh, and I'm, then I want to show you one I'm gonna, last I'm going thing. over at 10 o'clock. I know you are. Yeah. So I am in the process of registering and trademarking Houdini's Flower. Um, Houdini's Flower is my name because I found out something pretty awesome that the viola, like my daughter, mm -hmm. is one of the best things under the sun for your skin. I found that out by accident when I was creating my cocktail infusion cups. Oh boy. So these actually turn your booze purple. Really? So what do you what? pour in? You can put vodka, gin, rum, hot tea if you're not drinkers, really? Diet Coke or Coke, you know. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It won't turn that purple though, it's already got dye in it. Hmm. And what's the purple, <laughs> it's just? It's the viola flower. That's a cool. flower. And they actually call it butterfly pea on the internet to disguise what it really is. How late are you open uh, today and tomorrow? 
Well, I'll be there until six, so I'm there when Anna's there. Okay, if cool. The Anna's open, I'm open. So you put your so drink in here? You, you put booze in. in there and it infuses your oh. spirit. Yeah, you just So you let it, right it sit for a minute and then you'll have like a really wonderful, sorry about that, craft cocktail. Um, that's very cool. Wow, that's cool. I can't wait to get over and, and then uh, see what else. Uh, I have everything, have. but I did bring one other thing. Over the summer, my best friend from high school didn't want to come and see me because she wasn't happy about the way she looked. And I was like, that's not really an excuse <laughs> to not come and see me after 20 years, you know? People are dropping like flies. Let's see each other. So um, I developed the Easy E cream, which is the eczema cream. Oh, okay. And it's got the Huana flower in it, which is the other flower we're registering and trademarking. It's a blend of Houdini and the banana flower which I discovered at Horrocks over the summer. So I made an ingredient out of it. That's amazing. So yeah, it is the best thing under the sun for eczema. You know, uh, we got to know uh, Carrie from uh, your years at Grand River Brewery. And one of your trademarks, you always had a flower in your hair. So that's been a, th a flower. That's an important part of you and, uh, and your products and uh, everything that you and do. And I, I lost the flower. You see that? <laughs> but they're all in the jar It's been a busy morning. Yeah. No, I just don't wear it anymore. That was an era that was wonderful. I got to know the community. I fell in love with Jackson through yeah. those e numerous years I was there. Um, but I finally just focused on, I went starving artist and made this come to life. And I'm so happy I did it. This is awesome. Congratulations on all the success. And I'll see you in about 20 minutes. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Carrie castro Crin from Hophead. Apothecary. We'll be right back after this break. Ciao, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. The Chamber Connection is over at JADA this week. Learn more about the bus with us for New Year's Eve. Take a look. The Jackson Area Transportation Authority, JADA, and JADA has great partnership with the Chamber. Uh, coming up on New Year's Eve, which is just a, a brilliant idea, you guys are going to be providing rides to and from area hotels. That is correct. We will be uh, providing free rides from downtown area to different hotels, taking them and making sure that they get home safely. They don't have to worry about if they want to sip a little bit and having an accident or anything, we are there to provide that safe service. Yeah, definitely safe and free. I, I should have mentioned that. That's yeah. the most important thing, free. Um, what, uh, what buses are you guys gonna use? What vehicles are you gonna use? What can people expect? We're gonna use our Eldorados. Okay. And they are more like a little, uh, I say truck type of okay. style, but um, it seats up to 22 people, so that will work out really That's good awesome. for us. So Yeah, it's going to be great, and uh, there's so many hotels. I think there's 12 participating, maybe, 10 or 12 participating, but uh, there are a lot. There are a lot. <laughs> so uh, how do 
how do what do people need to do? Do they need to really even uh, know anything if they're staying at any of the hotels? Sure. So there's a couple different ways that things can happen. Um, they can plan ahead and get their hotel ahead of time. I'm sure everyone would prefer that direction. However, um, if people are feeling like on that night a ride is necessary and you know they're not feeling so comfortable about going out themselves and not endangering people, um, the hotels will be available as long as rooms are available um, to even book that night. And so uh, it's a great opportunity for Experience Jackson to help encourage that safe driving and uh, keeping our community well and allowing us to celebrate. It's, it's been a couple of years since we've been able to get out and celebrate too. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's great that our community is, uh, is kind of back and busy enough downtown that yes. uh, JADA <laughs> will need to be providing buses. That's going to be exciting for you guys. Yes, that's exciting. And it's exciting always for the drivers too. And they have their little stories where they meet different passengers yeah. and they have their little conversations. But in all in all, we're looking forward to it. It's actually fun. And they missed it for the past two years too. So we're great to be partnered with Experience Jackson. Yeah, you guys have a, a wonderful staff and do so many things in, uh, in the community. Let me ask you a little bit about some of the uh, other things that JADA offers, uh, in particular your Rides to Wellness. Yes, we have Rides to Wellness program, which is a health service to take people to and from the doctor's appointments. Um, some people, we take them to get if they have to go apply for an apartment, if they're homeless, and that's what their agency provides for them, a ride to go do an apartment, to find an apartment, we do that. So we take them anywhere they want to go within their agencies, providing what they feel is a wellness to take them. So it's a lot of doctor's appointments and dialysis mm -hmm. and different things like that. And we also do a single ride for COVID. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about everybody being afraid of the COVID and getting it from somewhere else. So we do the single ride. If it's a family, we do the family. If it's just a single person, we take them. And afterwards, our drivers clean our buses, our cars, sanitize it in between. So it's all safety to get you where you need to go very safe. Absolutely, if you're watching, maybe you have a relative uh, that, you know, that could take advantage of rides to wellness. Um, you can't get out of work, but you need a do you need to get maybe your uh, family member to a doctor's appointment or things like that. That's great where uh, Rides to Wellness comes in. We're uh, seeing some of your uh, city buses pull up. Is there any chance I can take one of those uh, for New Year's Eve? <laughs> well, not this year. Okay. But normally, as times go past, we have had where we had the buses down here as warming stations. That's been some years ago when I first started because I used to be a driver 17 years yeah. before I became into this position. And when the New Year's Eve was on, we had the buses where it was like warming stations and people would come in and get warm. So that's something that JADA can really consider and do that again once they start the New Year's Eve at, on the Ave back. So that's something that I will keep in mind and express that we will do again. And then you can come down and ride. How about that? I will do that. All right. Yeah. Angela, <laughs> thanks so much for uh, your partnership with Experience yeah. Jackson and great idea. We look forward to uh, a safe and uh, fun New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Happy New Year, Rachel. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, 
news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. This just in the winners of this year's downtown Jackson holiday window decorating. Did we win? Contest, no. Uh, first place, Crazy Cowboy. Second place, Shoepox. And third place, Axe Play. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations, downtown. Everyone That's beautiful. Did a great, everyone yeah. did a Congratulations great job. to the winners. Here's a really cool story. In Baltimore County, Maryland, uh, there was a woman living there. She had a bad year. She had a loss. Someone from COVID died. Um, and, her, and she was suffering from depression. Well, her neighbor stretched a string of lights from his home to hers in the neighborhood. And Oh, that's they, neat. He knocked on, they knocked on our door, brought some homemade cookies, and said, we just want to reinforce that we're always connected despite the pandemic. And the whole neighborhood did this. They spent uh, weeks stringing lights across the street from house to house. And there were people in that neighborhood that never met each other. And it, just, it was just an amazing thing that transformed the whole neighborhood. And it's a reminder that there are people who you may live right next yeah. door to who are suffering in ways you don't know. So during this Christmas season, that's, that's something you can take some time to meet your neighbor, help your neighbor, and uh, spread a little bit of good cheer right where you live. I will certainly plan on doing that. Thank you very much for that uplifting story. It's awesome. Uh, three bowl games today for the gamblers. Nothing too crazy. The Gasparilla Bowl is on and uh i don't even know what gasparilla is but it's a, it's a beverage in the south isn't oh, okay it? well that game's on today so uh not much not much else not much going on people are just getting ready for uh christmas so finishing up that holiday shopping i'm headed to anna's right now okay we'll have a good time at anna's thank you we invite everyone to stick around later today julie hand chloe minor will be visiting artitude music from hanging of the greens and pete canella more holiday gift ideas and Rick Walton later today. We'll see you then.